Hi everyone, I am your host Amy and over here on the Comfort Corner podcast we talk all things wellness, mental health, the law of attraction, moonology, self-discovery and of course comfort. For this week's episode I thought I could talk a little bit about how to overcome social anxiety So if you would like to hear more, then why not press pause, go make yourself a nice cup of comfort and let's get straight in to season one, episode five of the Comfort Corner podcast. In my opinion, social anxiety is very much its own illness. It hinders people's quality of life and limits their general day to day life. But along with mental health, it can have a significant effect on a person's physical health such as nausea, tension headaches, muscle ache, dizziness, tummy ache, trembling, clamminess and exhaustion. I'm sure that there is at least one person who is listening to this podcast episode who is living with social anxiety or know somebody that they love who is also living with social anxiety or any kind of mental health illness. I myself live with social anxiety Personally, it creates this irrational illusion that my social anxiety is my companion in a way that I needs to come everywhere with me. But over the course of my own personal recovery, I've learned a few ways to help me cope with this companion, which may help you or help you understand a person you love who is living with social anxiety. It goes without saying that I am not a medical professional. So please, if you feel you need to reach out and speak with a GP or your local counsellor, then please do so as you are worthy of recovery and you are by no means a burden to them. So I want to go straight into a couple of the tips that I have that have helped me. And my first tip is to prepare in advance. So for instance, if you need to speak in front of people, practice what you need to say or what you want to say a few days or even a week or so beforehand. If it helps, envision yourself walking out onto that stage and blossoming, fully lost in your passion that you want to share your speech about. And imagine those people listening to you, not what they think of you, but actually listening to what you have to say. By focusing on that element of things, it makes it a lot easier because a lot of the time social anxiety comes from the fear of what other people may perceive us to be or maybe you need to go to an appointment but you're going to a place that you've never been before so whether it's hospital or again a doctor map out the directions that you need to follow to get there plan that transport whatever transport it is that you need to get there whether it's a bus whether you're driving and you have to take a route that you've never taken before map it out and figure it all out beforehand and whether that's the night before or days before that if that still kind of leaves you feeling a little anxious and you have that fear of being late I know for a lot of people it's usually the fear of you know embarrassing yourself in front of other people or being late to an event and you're kind of walking in and everybody looks at you and if being late sparks your social anxiety and you have to go to that appointment and do a test run to that location and time how long it takes you to get there so that you have a better idea of the time frame so that it reduces that element of anxiety. 
my second tip would be if you struggle to go places by yourself so whether it's an appointment an event or maybe you want to go Christmas shopping but the crowds overwhelm you which is normal for many people living with social anxiety because not only do you have the crowds but you have so many different noises going on all at once and it just creates this overwhelming feeling so reach out and see if somebody can go with you there's no kind of reason of why you should ever feel like if you ask someone to come with you that you're weak I think whether you have social anxiety or not I think sometimes it is nice just to have somebody there wills for company and I myself as someone who lives with social anxiety I know that at times it is nice to ask and someone come along with me because it makes me feel less anxious so I think that tip would help a lot of people um, and it has worked for me time and time again so I hope you try that one out especially if you want to go Christmas shopping or go see the Christmas lights you shouldn't have to miss out on that you know so see can someone go with you my third tip would be to create a journal map and in this journal map write down small but meaningful challenges to help you overcome your social anxiety it doesn't have to be anything extraordinary it can be something as simple as I'm going to go to the shop today and buy my favourite tree or today I'm going to choose to have a cup of tea with my loved ones instead of having it by myself. There's no such thing as too little. Each step is undoubtedly amazing and you should feel so proud of yourself regardless of how little or how big that challenge you may set for yourself to overcome your social anxiety is. And with that, keep track of those times when you do push through those limiting beliefs because on the days when you feel overwhelmed or anxious you can look back at those times that you achieved those things that had meaning to you and hopefully then they will be able to motivate you and show you that you know you can push yourself and there's no such thing as it's not good enough the fact that you try that's better than anything else so keep trying and don't ever give up on on the things that you love or the things that you want to do because you feel like you can't have faith in yourself but most importantly believe that there's potential within you to overcome those thoughts especially limiting beliefs because social anxiety is very much focused around what other people perceive us to be or you know will we trip or fall or social anxiety like I said can very much be a physical thing where you can feel nauseous a lot of the time or trembling and you have that feeling of what if I faint in public things like that so gradually kind of break through that by, you know, walking to the shop and buying your favourite chocolate bar or, you know, sitting with people and just having a cup of tea. It doesn't have to be anything new. It just has to be something that, you know, brings you a sense of achievement. And that's all that matters. My final tip would be to work with somebody who is experienced, such as a therapist or a counsellor to create a wellness plan that will help you grow but also help you understand the way you feel when living with social anxiety and together you will be able to notice any habitual thoughts that you may have and how you can then overcome them people say that Rome wasn't built in a day but the first step to build Rome was taken in one day to make it the amazing landmark that it is today and my point is it may take you some time to get to wherever it is that you want to go. But if you keep persevering, you will get there. If you dive straight into the deep end. So take for instance, you're somebody who kind of spends a lot of time on your own in your house. But you want to go Christmas shopping. 
I'm going to use Christmas because it's coming up as my metaphor. But you want to go Christmas shopping. If you dive straight into going, say, into town or wherever it is that you want to go Christmas shopping, you may find when you get there that you're really irritated because you're really, really anxious. You're really agitated. So maybe, you know, the slightest sound um kind of makes you jump a little bit because obviously with social anxiety, there's so much going on within yourself already that when you're going to an environment that you're not really sure of of course those sounds and you know the rush of people would freak you out a little bit so you wouldn't probably enjoy that experience but if you you know gradually step by step done it so instead of you know, diving straight in and going christmas shopping you met up with a friend and went for a cup of coffee or you went like I said in a previous tip and got yourself your favorite tree from the shop gradually building up momentum so that when you do eventually go in to see the Christmas shop shops the Christmas shops to see the Christmas lights they're called Christmas shopping it won't feel as daunting and you'll probably end up enjoying it a lot more because you'll realize by the time you get in there that you've built up so many amazing coping mechanisms to help you deal with it so that when you go in there whenever you do feel agitated or overwhelmed you'll know how to you know calm yourself down and you know talk to yourself in a loving and caring way and you'll probably end up kind of going wow like this actually has worked you know taking it step by step it doesn't mean that you have to have it all figured out right now it never means that you know and I think a lot of people are fixated on that when it comes to recovery people think like you know if someone is after being in hospital and you know they get discharged people think oh they must be better but they're not better you know their recovery is ongoing and you have to understand that whether it's mental health or physical health we have to do things in a way that will benefit us and help us in the long run so diving into the deep end may seem exciting and may seem like the easiest and best option but a lot of the time the effects won't last as long as if you take your time with it and you figure yourself out along the way because then you'll notice that you're starting to feel better and feeling stronger and feeling like you can actually overcome your social anxiety in many ways so I hope that that helped you a little bit went off a little bit there on that one but I think that's because with me myself with my own social anxiety there was times when I would dive straight into the deep end and be like I want to do this so I'm going to do it going to rip the band-aid off and I'm going to go for it and then I'd end up say if it was like an event that I was going to and I'd be at that event and I'd have to like go outside because I take a panic attack and, and I think for anyone living with social anxiety or any kind of mental health illness for that matter knows that recovery is an everyday ritual that we have to nurture and that we need to nurture I also just want to say as well that whether you're living with an illness, whether it's mental or physical, especially if it's mental in terms of social anxiety, I want you to know that having social anxiety is not your fault. So please push yourself to get the help that you need and the help that you deserve and go out and start living your life without feeling like you're going to have a panic attack or you're going to pass out you're not going to be able for things i missed out on so much because of my social anxiety and i would never want anyone else who i love and care about to miss out on those things as well when living with social anxiety because it does it it really affects our life 
so they are my tips on overcoming social anxiety and each of them has been a part of my own recovery and my own journey with recovery as somebody who is living with social anxiety they are still very much a part of me and I still use each and every single one of those tips on a regular basis but on that note thank you for tuning in and listening to another episode of the comfort corner podcast and you know if you are living with social anxiety and you have any tips and tricks yourself be sure to let us know and i can share them with other people to help them also so on that note thank you for listening to season one episode five of the comfort corner podcast